sure you never thought we'd last Oh no We're gonna talk nothing, very little sports With your host Jimmy, Jamie, your James And now you know for sure that it's gonna be a blast It's gonna be a blast, oh yeah This is the podcast so I, uh, I'm driving into work today. I take a different route because I had to stop and uh, see my boy Rocco to uh, cut, cut my hair. Rocco cuts your hair. My looks hair. great. Very Thank cool. you. I wasn't f- fishing for a compliment there. It is spectacular, though, it is isn't really it? Good, yeah. <laughs> um, so I stop at the Village Grocer, which is my old Markham grocery store. Okay. So, you know, kind of shoes. Is it like a fancy one? It's a fancy grocery store. Lots. Kind of like Pusateri's. Kind of like that. Very, very similar. So uh, I'm waiting in line at the sandwich counter. I'm going to buy my uh, pesto chicken goat cheese wrap. And there's a a lady with her kid behind me. Uh About, I would guess, three or four years old. My kids have grown up, so I've lost perspective. And he's got a cake that they've gotten from the bakery in his hand. I don't know if it's a birthday cake. It's got some cute little kid design on the top inside in the thing. So Jimmy likes to talk to the kids, right? Of course. I, lo- I love the kids. <laughs> as long as you don't take their picture like dress. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I turn around and I say, can I have that cake? I thought it was a little cute yeah. thing to say. He goes, <laughs> no! <laughs> and then he starts screaming. <laughs> I want my cake, my cake! And then he's on the ground. He's on the one doing one of those full fits oh, where he's geez. face on the carpet. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the mom's like, it's okay, it's okay. He's not gonna take the cake. The man's not gonna take your cake. He's not gonna take your cake. Oh my gosh. And then the, like the sandwich ladies, wait, are you gonna order, sir? And, I'm, and there's everyone in the entire grocery store is looking, and I, it was a horrendous scene. And then. So finally, finally, about 30 seconds later, he calms down. Like, I try to turn to the sandwich lady yeah. and order my sandwich. So the wailing stops after about 20 seconds, and he's, he's back on his feet now. And I turn back, and I, she, he's like, it's okay. It's okay, Billy. She's saying, he, the man's not going to take your cake. He was just kidding. And I go, I, Billy, I'm not going to. I promise I'd never take your cake. And she kind of looks at me like, just leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak to my son again. <laughs> wow. That's so, great. I would say, look, it, it was a cute little scene, but no. that, that kid's damn spoiled. Oh, like, wait, yeah, come on. For sure. Or, or, or you, should you be wary of strangers? I think way. the stranger danger really. I lost my little dog. Can you help me find him? Be suspicious of an adult asking for help. Really Is it wrong to talk to there. children like that in line? I don't know. I shouldn't be, but it might be. <laughs> well, I would have been good if you doubled down later and was like, I, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking cake. that damn cake, Billy. <laughs> I, I just try to keep great. it simple. Hey, buddy, how are you? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I was a little aggressive when I, and I think I had like a black hoodie on. Like, hey, I want your cake, boy. <laughs> let me take your cake. Let me, have, yeah. let me take <laughs> some of that cake. And a sip of your pop. <laughs> That's one of the things I'm most proud of, though, is my kids uh, never really flipped, had the flip outs, the spoiled kid flip outs in a store. Yeah, I don't think I've had it either yet. No, no never. They've been never. Good. Lester, any of yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a thing, because that's a thing. You, you see, see it for we, sure. Oh, those, the, I want daddy buy me this yeah. now. Oh, no. That never happened to me. Only yeah. one time, Jared, Jared, I took to Disney way too early when he was. I think two and a half, yeah. which is any parents out there, I'm sure a lot of our demographic is people with young kids. Yeah. Wait till seven, eight to take your kids to Disney. Or really, like we took Barrett at 10 months. Okay, or really. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't know where the hell he was. So I love Disney. All right, I was a big Disney guy. And same Disney with guy. my wife. And so we were very anxious For to sure. take your kid to Disney. But we were doing, like, we were like get up at 8 a.m., go till 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> to every park. And by midday the second day, he was wasted, right? They're just wasted. It's stimuli overload. Age. And so he lost it, I think, at the restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, one of the restaurants. So one of those complete bawling attacks, like Billy with the cake in the grocery store. And so I got on the train, the little train that circles Magic Kingdom. Yeah. We would two loops on the train, half an hour, still bawling. So then I tried the old, okay, we're leaving you here. You know, I, I set him down <laughs> against the statue or whatever, said, we're leaving you here, and kind of walked 100 meters and yeah. hid behind something. 
Still bawling, no reaction, didn't come. Picked them up over my shoulder, the 10-minute walk to the little Disney bus stop, yeah. still bawling. The entire 25-minute bus ride home to Animal Kingdom, still bawling. Ugh. The 10-minute walk to your hotel, because Animal Kingdom's big, still bawling. I sat on him in the room. You sat on him? Yeah, for like a half an hour until he fell asleep. It was about a two-hour meltdown. Oh, wow. Uh, that was, uh, if I could just touch on something very quickly. I was, yes. I, I was, uh, you said you're a Disney guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I like some of the, the newer movies. I was never a big Disney guy. I was always a Looney Tunes. Guy. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Foghorn Lego. Foghorn Lego? I said, boy, I said, boy, you're about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> Fortunately, I keep my feathers number just in case of such an emergency. I'm a chicken hawk and you're my woman. <laughs> You, know, you think some of those cartoons uh, hold up in today's nothing, day and age? Nothing holds up in I would like to go and back age. and watch Looney Tunes and see how inappropriate those are yeah. from a. Uh, sexist, probably racist standpoint. It's really bad. Really? Yeah. There is a there is a literate writing one, writing hood uh, spinoff that they did, and one of the, the filthiest lines of all of cartoon. And then she says, "What's the matter? Aren't you gonna eat me?" <laughs> <laughs> is that like is uh, like Wiley Coyote or Sylvester the Cat? Uh, I don't. The, I don't know what. what yeah, the, I, I remember. remember. But it was one of the where they were. You know. Speaking of uh, speaking of films, and by the way, I wasn't necessarily a Disney movie guy. I just loved going to Disney. Like, right. Okay. The rides and stuff right, were amazing. Right. Um, a couple of updates on our our screenplay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Evil, Evil Harvest. Harvest. <laughs> uh, that's a working title right now. We're still looking for something better. If you missed a couple of episodes ago, we were we were brain brainstorming. Puffy and I have thought of doing doing a spinoff podcast. Yeah. Where we write a screenplay. Because Puffy has a big Hollywood producer who's a buddy. Yeah. And we have Adnan Verk, film critic. Film critic. We're going to come together and maybe spend a season. Just writing, out um, ideas. Hashing out a movie. So anyway, I had this idea about an organ transplant gone awry uh, from a serial killer. And great boom, idea. Stuff happens. Uh, Billy Dotson, our great producer. Yep. Um, also, shout out to his son, Philip. Big fan of the show. It's, he's a, he listens, yes. Um, nice. Hey, Philip. Philip's been in the control room, I think, more than Billy over the years. <laughs> Comes in every night. So uh, Billy pointed out he saw a 1991 movie called Body Parts, which was somewhat similar. They, they, some killer's arm was attached to another guy, and the guy couldn't control the arm. Okay. You lost your arm in a car accident yesterday. We've transplanted another arm for you. I think there's something the matter with me. Oh, it's the arm. Billy, what's going on? There's something wrong with the person I used to belong to. Body parts. We're making history here. Now, Billy said it was the worst movie he's ever seen. Oh, so then it won't be like this. No, it won't be like Ours is going to be oh, brilliant. brilliant. Ours is going to be like an art house film. Uh, and then one of our, uh, Panic 15, one of our loyal listeners, uh, told me to look back at the Simpsons episode um, sn- where uh, Snake, Jailbird Snake, remember yeah. Jailbird yep. Snake? He gets killed. Uh, I may- might have been one of the Halloween ones. Okay. And Homer gets his hair. Okay. And Homer becomes a <laughs> Homer becomes a serial killer. I think I remember that one. He becomes Snake's hair, and there's some. Uh, the problem: the Simpsons they've basically foretold everything that's going <laughs> to happen in, right. the, in the history of the world, and Same. they've killed every plot line yeah. ever. Wow! But there's some great. Uh, there's some great lines in that one which I I had forgotten. Like uh, Homer wakes up in the middle of the night, he's possessed by Snake's hair, and he leaves Marge's room and he says, "Later, Chicky Pie." Later, Chicky. And then he goes and murders uh, Apu. Yeah. Because I guess Apu had got him uh, snake sent to jail. And they cut to the uh, they cut to the news the next day with Kent Brockman. <laughs> and Kent Brockman says, And the fluffy kitten played with that ball of string all through the night. On a lighter <laughs> note, a quickie mark clerk was brutally murdered last night. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, my God, uh, it's Rocky. time for Roddy's Recap, brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com. Middle of the morning, can't keep my eyes open Cause I got to have a, a cup of java I got to have a, a cup of java So I better look on, look on, better look on. To I drink coffee, I drink coffee.com Last week, Duffy and Puff pulled the curtain back on what really goes on during their panel pre-show meetings. It's pretty messed up. Lots of sex. Yeah. You know, full wiener in the air. Oh, my gosh. Mm, just like Roddy's CFL panel meetings. Things got eerie when Duffy got a visit from the ghost of Christmas future. Uh, the season is over. I can't watch the Blue Jays, and I do not have my Blue Jays slippers. 
And Duffy broke the bro code by revealing how Roddy spent his summer vacation. F***ing Iceland! I miss you all, my Nordic goddesses. Duffy also made a not-so-shocking revelation about last week's recap. But I got a little moist. That's nothing, Jimmy. Roddy could really turn it on, but I must warn you, your ladies will never be the same. Tanya, turn yeah. off podcast now. <laughs> Relax, Puff. This pod could never handle that kind of invoice. Till next week, kids. Roddy at his finest. Nice. Rod is bringing it this I season. just, as I walked in to tape the podcast, yes. Rod Baby was up at the podium earning extra invoices oh. doing his Plays of the Week show. Nice. That's, that's even bigger baller because he doesn't even go down to Studio 6 to do it. He's he just like, you do it where I am. Shows up, three minutes, invoice, yeah. boom, and then he's on the road. He's going up to the Ottawa Valley. Oh, nice. Look at that. Yeah, which... Um, uh, actually, I spent this weekend. We should probably get to the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rubber Boots Podcast Crew. Before we get to uh, uh, our weekends, um, Stoff informs me that after our uh, our plea last week, after Bright Eyed Dougie gave us the one star review because I never sent him a book. <laughs> yes. And it was pretty messed up. Yes, that is pretty messed up by you. <laughs> which we heard in the recap. Um, Bright Eye Dougie has not reached out to us yet, oh. even though we offered, you know, we're trying to bring him Hopefully back into the fold. Hopefully someone finds him. we got to find Bright Eye Dougie. If you know Bright Eye Dougie, please bring him to us. But uh, I guess a bunch of people went on and gave us five-star ratings to raise our rating nice. back up to five stars where it belongs. See, on, but the thing is, the how iTunes? does that work? Because if you have I don't know. a non-five-star rating, you should know. never get five-star rating again. Like, oh, how I do you get 100%? Well, I think if you're like 4.87, they round it up. Oh, that's awesome. I like right? <laughs> they should have done with my marks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, so thank you, and we, we appreciate you all going on. We don't care that much, but because it helps, I suppose, please go on and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy the show. I had a... Um, you want guys want to go first, or you want me no, to talk you, about you my go weekend? Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, please. Um, I went back to the nation's capital. I drove up. I had a lot of driving this weekend. I took my mom, ever since my dad passed, Yes. Um, I said me and my mom have to get to a game, uh, a Red Blacks game, because uh, if you'd listened to the podcast or read my books, that's the one thing my mom and dad and I did for 20 years when I was growing up, and that was my dad's favorite thing. And uh, just because of schedules and stuff, we haven't been able to do it all summer, so we went to the Red Blacks Ticats game on Friday night. Good game to go to. It was a fantastic football game. It was fun. I, I, I'm never in the stands anymore. Yeah. Um, if I'm at a game, hockey or especially CFL, I'm usually hosting or whatever. And so it's been a long time since I just sat there with a beer in my hand watching the game, which was, which was very fun. But we, uh, I wasn't going to share this with you guys, but I figure I, I share intimate stuff on this pod, so I will. But uh, we took, uh, I said to my dad on his deathbed that I was going to take some of his ashes and spread them on the football field in Ottawa. Oh, you did it. Yeah, and so uh, we, I got mom to uh, put a baggie of his ashes. Okay. And... Uh, she stuffed it in her pocket, and we drove up to Ottawa. And uh, first, we went to see my sister quickly, who lives right by uh, the football stadium there, and had a quick dinner. And <laughs> my, the bag of ashes was leaking oh, for God. a second. <laughs> so just my mom pulled it out of her pocket, and it like some of the ashes yeah. sprayed on the kitchen table. Yeah. And so I, um, my mom gets a credit card. <laughs> To like get gather the ashes, and my my <laughs> nephew Mac, who's like twenty five, he's good. <laughs> he was just he was in shock. It's like it looks like Nana's about to do cocaine with, with Baba's ashes. She's on the table with a credit card, oh, putting the ashes. Have good form. Put, putting the ashes in a line. Oh, that's funny. And then uh, we waited till the end of the game, and. Um, you know, I had passes for us to go down, but I, I forgot that one of the cool things they do in Ottawa, every, everybody gets let on the field. Really? So I thought it was just going to be, you know, a couple of lingering football players yeah. and Matthew Shinetti <laughs> and my mom and I, but there was like a thousand people on the field. So you're trying to dump. We went to center field where okay. I was like sprinkling them around. Now I've heard it. So how did you do it? Did you put it in your hand and then sprinkle? Uh, no, I just threw the baggie. Threw the baggie. Yeah. And sprinkle. Now okay. I heard it. I've heard it's illegal to do this, and so I've I, heard that too. I anybody, if anybody with the Ottawa Red Blacks is listening, sorry, but I just I was going to do this no matter what. So sue me. But uh, uh, we went to center field, and it's just a little bag of ashes yeah. anyway. 
but uh, the wind was blowing, and a few people were stopping me to get photos and stuff, right? And I'm trying to have this moment with my mother. Yeah. And uh, the wind was blowing, so like half the ashes end up on my shoes. Or, oh, so now I'm geez. scraping the ashes off my oh, shoes. Yeah. But having said all that, it was it was still a very... That's it, really it, cool. It, it was wonderful that we got it done. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it was special to go to, with my mom to that game and uh, know that, you know, it's... It's a hokey thing, but it's not, right? Like, it, it's going to, for me, every time I go back to that stadium, you know, I think about him anyway, so to, to have that out there in some way is kind of neat. And it's just you and your mom that went? Just the two yeah, of you? Yeah, just the two of us. That's awesome. Yeah, That's just nice, the two man. of us. Nice. Yeah, so I told was... my guys to, uh, I want my ashes buried at uh, Wrigley Field. Do you? Yeah. Buried or buried? dumped? Like dumped. That. Dumped, yeah. 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 So it's going to be a little tougher for them to get on the field. <laughs> <At> <laughs> really? The Cubs changed their policy. Does one of your buddies have a chance to make it as a late bloomer to the, no, to the, the Cubs? <laughs> well, maybe my boys there start working on their infield. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean that, though? Yeah, I told them. I told them. But why Wrigley Field? It's I love that park, okay. and uh, I want them to do like a road trip to somewhere to to do it. I didn't want it. Like, I mean, Roger said. Do you remember the like, Mark Harmon, Jodie Foster movie, uh, Stealing Home? Jesus. Oh, has every idea been taken? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stealing Home is a, a movie where I think Jodie Foster dies, uh-huh. and Mark Harmon's, I can't remember if it was his, like his ex or his ex-girlfriend, or just they were friends, and she says, the, you know, I don't know what the character's name is, but Mark will know what to do with the ashes, and he spends the whole movie trying to figure out what she means by that, what she wants done with the ashes, okay. where she wants them dumped, basically. So, and I think it ends up being, they used to watch horses jump off, jump off, uh, there's some place in like Coney Island or something where horses jump off a dock. Okay. And that sounds so, awesome. And that's what he figures it out in the end. He jumps off the dock or he throws the ashes Screw off Screw Wrigley Field. That's where I want mine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get cremated? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think that's the right move. Yeah. 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 I uh, I think so too. I don't want that body dead, in the, the ground. Stuff, when you're yeah. dead, yeah, yeah that's probably. A, <laughs> let me point that out. Probably a smart move. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, geez, a little early. <laughs> probably, probably's a little offside. You know what I mean? <laughs> a, little, a little early. I'm not a fan of the, uh, and I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but I don't, I don't like really the open caskets. I know some religions. Yeah, like I'm that. not a big fan. of I that don't either. like it either. You yeah. know, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, what it is for me is I don't like to have that be my last memory of the person. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on who it is, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go. Yeah. Because I could go at any second. For sure. Um, <laughs> by murder. Where do I want some of mine? Golf course somewhere. Of course. Hey, could you do Augusta Probably. for me? Sure. I'll do that. Hey? I'll take some. You imagine if you got caught spreading my ashes on the 18th green at Augusta, how quickly There's they no would. F- chance of doing that. <laughs> you would be in jail so fast. Yeah, they put me in master's jail, which is worse than real jail. They are. Uh, I would I would do. Yeah, I would take some down there and just a little spring. But you know that whole place is covered in ashes. You think so? Oh, oh for, for sure. sure. <laughs> for sure. There's makes so sense. many people that are doing that. I would I would take that. Or even Cabot. Cabot? Okay. I was you know, going to say Cabot. Cabot. I would think Cabot yeah. would be... And by the time I die, hopefully I'll be in the Cabot like 20 more times. And then the Gansevoort? The Gansevoort on... I would the beach at the Gansevoort. The a little sprinkle them into, the, o- into, into the, the ocean, ocean there. That would be good. That's cool. Or in the villa. Jeez, Just sprinkle them all over. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to have to cash in. It's going to be fun for you. Tanya, we have to do another one. Yeah. Do another run. And uh, where else? It's Studio 6. Studio 6? Yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever... How quickly would that get swept up? Whoever the bastard is that steals my job, sprinkle them right in their face. I know. Who would, who would get that gig? There'd be a lot of people gunning for it. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Everybody, let's face it. They all want me out now. Right? Yeah. They're, they're hoping this thing comes through tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've been also playing a lot of golf. And uh, my new golf parties, uh, yeah. I've replaced you because yes. you haven't been able to make it out much. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been able to make it out much. Yeah. Beep that name when we do the podcast. Yes, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I started play with uh, uh, Bob McKenzie's son, Sean, yep. who also works for another network, yeah. but it's okay. You can mention him. Yeah. And Sean's buddies, um, uh, Mikey Neal, who's oh, James yeah. Neal's brother. Yep. Uh, oh, the nice. hockey player, and um, the and Matt Deal and Matt Rostick. Matt Rostick, <laughs> who uh, is a friend of ours. I've, I've, I feel like I've known Matt my entire life because yeah, he's, he's been to every event we've ever gone. Yeah, he's always at World Juniors or yeah. Cup Finals or something. Sean would always bring him along, and yeah. Bob would always bring Sean along. Usually, yeah. the World Juniors he World shows juniors, up at every he did time. A lot, yeah. So, but uh, Matt is now a celebrity in his own right. Really nice guy. Yeah, super. Mikey Neal, by the way, is a great guy as well. Um, Matt's a good-looking guy. Handsome, yeah. And he was cast in a uh, a reality show 
Which is fantastic. Yeah, so uh, it's called Very Cavallari. Very Cavallari. Christine, I don't, I don't listen to Cavallari these shows. Now, who is she? She was Laguna Beach originally, and okay. then she was on the spinoff The Hills. Oh, and then she married Jay Cutler. Right, so wait a second. Who, the, who was the, the girl from The Hills? Lauren. Lauren. Lauren so was uh, she her friend or something? Or her, her ri- rival. Oh, her rival. Yeah, she was a bit of the vixen. Okay, but mm. didn't they? Shouldn't she have another guy? Wasn't uh, Spencer or something? Spencer, no, that was Heidi. Oh, okay, that's Heidi. See, I didn't really watch that show. The, Heidi was only on the hills. She wasn't on Laguna Beach. So this very Cavallari, she's is she married to Jay Cutler? She's married to Jay Cutler. Yeah. So we, former NFL quarterback. <laughs> we found out that Maddie had been cast, and just so you know, reality shows they're all a bunch of crock. Maddie was cast as a uh, a yeah, Canadian down flame in, of this girl's best friend. Yeah, he met. Her down in Nashville. Just met we her. were there for Cup Final. Oh, just met her in a bar. Yeah. Oh, met her, and met got her, her number or something. Yeah, and then and then uh, she called and she, said, "You want to be on the show, show as my boyfriend?" Yeah, or the guy who I'm going to try and date. Right. So uh, of course he was available, so he went. <laughs> well, I think uh, I got a clip uh, from uh, Stoff can play a little bit of uh, Maddie on Very Cavallari with. Uh, uh, now Jake, he's only Jake known Cutler. on the show as the, the Canadian. Canadian. That's his. That's fantastic. his only. He doesn't have a name. They don't the even Canadian. call of anything. That's the cool. Canadian. <laughs> Matt, what do you what do you do in uh, old Canada? Uh, I'm actually back in school right now uh, for firefighting. I don't. Yeah. Really, I don't really do anything. It's kind of fun sometimes. That's true. <laughs> I, I could see that actually. Yeah. Believe it or not. He's just always kind of. Around. I could. I could definitely <laughs> have fun doing nothing. So uh, yeah, there was uh, there was the Canadian. He's already been written off the show. I think he had one episode. Two. He was two on epi- two. two. The episodes. thing that's crazy is though that like I was couldn't wait because I thought they're just gonna completely carve him up, but they made him sound like the best guy ever. Like he was like the most handsome, sexy guy, and the the lady and even Jay Cutler liked him, which is stunning. <laughs> Jay Cutler doesn't like anything. It's just so. At least funny. it always appeared that way. Although Jay Cutler is great on that show. He is? Yeah, he comes across really as a pretty is good he, dude. Where is he? Is he done? He's done. He came back last year and played, I think, for the Dolphins. He, he, he was hoping he was going to get the... Uh, uh, TV gig. The Tony Romo yeah, kind of gig, yeah, and he didn't so. get it, right? It did not happen. Yeah. Well, I think you have to be somewhat likable in your career to, to get one of those to an extent. This show, I think, is helping that, though, although oh, okay. it's probably with ladies. Because but what is about the fact he played for Dallas, though, too? I mean, Dallas. Tony Romo, you mean? Yeah. For well, sure. the Chicago Bears. Chicago. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not the Cowboys. It's you're Cowboys, right. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the cachet sure. that you need there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Stoff's telling me that Cutler, uh, you can, you know, interrupt on your mic. You are a part of the podcast. My, my week was great. Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> He's the new Lester. <laughs> we just ignore stuff now. Uh, uh, what I, did you say I in my ear there? I believe he did have an actual TV job, but then the Dolphins, Tannenhill, oh, got right. injured, and he came back to yeah, replace them. I think them. that's right. And then the TV job yeah. probably... And now he's just doing the show, the reality show. Right. That's right. That's right. I and think then, Jason Witten maybe got his And now job. Jason Witten's getting ripped everywhere, right? He's terrible. Is it, like I watched only a bit of that Monday Night Football game. Is he, that, they say that whole crew is a disaster. On, hitting the wrist, it doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. Well, it's him and uh, the, the Tessator's all right. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, I was I just but, thought Twitter. But Witten's like not very good. Yeah. There's no guarantee just because you're like yeah, exactly. It's just because he's buddies with Romo, and Romo yeah. turned out to be such a success. It doesn't yeah. mean. I mean, look at Ray Ferraro. He was a good player, but on yeah. television, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, disaster. <laughs> Hey, it's time for an episode of Dreams, brought to you by the Gansevoort Resort in Turks and Caicos. James has dreams, dreams he remembers. James has dreams, dreams he remembers. I just realized I did another episode of the week that was and didn't ask any of you <laughs> about your week. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I, I got mine in. Uh, yeah, stop, stop squeeze one in. Uh, Lester, how was your week? My Sorry. week was fine. I spent some time in the home of Dan O'Toole. Oh, or no? No, 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 oh, Peter, bro. Peter, bro, yes. No, nice. I thought you were like yeah. staying at Dan's place. That's, 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 that's the way it's saying. That Dan been hired me to play music for him. Better story. I think he's, I'm worried about Dan. I think he's lonely out in Orono. You think? Yeah, I think it was a bad calculation by him. Maybe what we should do is we go to the, do a remote and do the pod from his house. Well, maybe he should do the pod from his house first. He does have his own podcast. <sighs> yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> well, it I could know, be cross promotion, though. I'm just trying to help the guy. Out. You said he's lonely. Let's yeah, go see that would him, be you know nice. What, I mean? you know uh, what, I mean? what band was playing? It was uh, the Elton Ron band. Oh, oh in Peterborough. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, guys we, playing in Toronto. 
You know what? We played a, an event called Vanstock a couple of weeks ago. You know what, though? Check it out. We're going, we're going to be in Markham next year. Ooh. And as a matter of fact, you guys should come to this one, all of you, because my band, my, the Lester McLean band, is opening for Elton Ron in, in, in uh Oh, Markham, so we get the full the thing. Oh, that's yeah. the what? The what? At the Flato Theater, the Flatco or whatever. Wow. You never heard of it? I, I left Markham 10 years ago. Part of the Markham Theater. Part of my past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer moms and all that. <laughs> uh, Puffy, you're weak. Uh, I was all right, yeah. Uh, I've heard the, it hasn't gone so well. The gambling well. has Uh-oh. taken a bit of a turn. Yeah? What's Uh-oh. happened? Uh, I've kind of gone a little bit of a run. It started. It all started last week when we were uh, in the studio, <laughs> and uh, it was with the Leafs in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, so Puffy had wagered... Nothing. nothing. I had nothing on that on game because I had a bad. I didn't have a feel for the Leafs Pittsburgh. Right. The Leafs have been on a roll. Pittsburgh's a good team. I'm like, right. I don't know who's going to win. Lester, I felt very guilty because it was one nothing Pittsburgh. I would say 12 minutes left in the third period, and the Leafs were coming a little bit. And uh, Puffy was sitting next to me as he always does, and uh, I said, I got a feeling. I got a feeling this is happening. And I saw Puffy's eyes lit up and he goes, A feeling for me? <laughs> <laughs> and quickly. <laughs> He was on his phone so fast, putting down a and I went a little bit sizable bet, a little bigger than uh, my usual stake. And then two minutes later, Pittsburgh started coming the other way, and I'm like, "Yeah, Puffy, I lost the feeling." And you're like, "Damn it! No, you can't have a feeling that only lasts two minutes." Bullshit. So you went south, and then uh, and then since then, I've been chasing and. Didn't have a good cover last night. The Giants Giants, hurt you. I had I had Atlanta minus three and a half, and (laughs) I somehow gave up. Eight points in the last three seconds. You obviously don't have the look. I mean, if I do any gambling, I don't bet on my own team. Like, so I will not bet on the Habs. Oh, well, well just what, gentlemen? <laughs> Jeff O'Neill is <laughs> calling. <laughs> All right, Jeff, your thoughts. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hey, buddy, how are you? Why don't you ever answer your phone? I was uh, taping the podcast, or I must have been driving in for the podcast. I, I should tell you again for legal rights that we're actually taping the pod right now. What's going on? So what, you answered your phone now? I've called you five times in the last two weeks. <laughs> what, what did you want? I just always assume it's going to be, you know, nothing very important. Like, last so, week you called me about some your girlfriend's job interview. You wanted some advice. That was actually an important call. Um, but, you know, a lot of times it's just like, you know, why do we have to do a sports center hit tonight? And I say, <laughs> because we have to. And you say, okay, bye. Something like that. Are you going to Turks and Caicos with your the guy you lick all the time. <laughs> 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 Funny, you were more specific. Yeah, which guy? Which guy are you referring to in this one? Puffy. Yeah, you lick and get deals from because I want to go away for March break. Are you going? <laughs> I am going to the Gads Award in March break. Are you hoping to come at the same time? What do you think about a couple's trip? <laughs> Well, uh, as in you, uh, me and my lovely bride, and you and, and your girl? And uh, yeah. what about the kids? Because my kids are coming. I'm not bringing my kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, I mean, it's worked okay. Our, we've kind of hung out our family and your, you and your lady at the World Juniors in a small small doses at a hotel when we meet in the lobby once in a while. It works, but I don't know about Dude, a full can week. can you hook it up or not? I don't even care if I see you or your family. Can you <laughs> Shit up or not? <laughs> we'll talk later. I'll I'll try and help you. I'll try and get you the the podcast discount. All right? Yeah, just do your usual. <laughs> you'll be good. Oh Goodbye, Jeff. <laughs> he hung up. Wow, that's another special guest appearance. <laughs> you need to be sponsored by the Gansevoort now. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the in the dreams segment sponsored by the Gansevoort, so that was. Uh, <laughs> So uh, just so you people listening, none of these are set up. And this is what he does. He calls yeah, me every day yeah, he's a call. and asks me something like this. Like where but, everyone else in the world texts now, yeah. he calls. And for a guy who is a multimillionaire, yeah. he always wants something. <laughs> I always love the ones whenever we're like away somewhere and he'll be like, yeah. buy me a sw- uh, sweatshirt. I'm not paying. Yeah, the Super Bowl. He'll be like, uh, the, the sweatshirt Brady's wearing right now in the scrum, I want it. I'm not paying. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll go, I'll spend an hour looking around a store for the guy. Jeff, it's not on sale right now. Find it! <laughs> Jeff O'Neill. So uh, we can bill God. another special guest appearance by yeah. Jeff O'Neill. Does he threaten on the to beat podcast. you up or something for these things? Or? No, oh, no, no, he's, he's just, uh, he's, uh, 
<laughs> He's a piece of work. Yeah. You know what? I, you're going to have to dig this up, uh, uh, stuff. I'm giving you short notice here. But uh, Jeff, um, you know how he does a character on his radio show named Jerry? Yes. Have uh, you heard this, Lester? I, I heard it, yes. So Jerry is, uh, I guess we, Jerry is a Gary Bettman. Yeah, it's knockoff. <laughs> knockoff of Gary Bettman. And... Uh, <laughs> He did a song last week after pot was legalized yeah. in Canada called Jerry Got High. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I haven't heard it. In it's, well, let's play it right now. I was going to work on the new CBA till I got high. <laughs> I was going to take the PA to the cleaners till I got high. <laughs> But now I can't shut down the league, and I know why. Because Jerry got high. Jerry got high. Jerry got high. Oh, my God. I was going to troll Quebec City before I got high. Oh, wow. I was going to force the Leafs to trade Matthews before I got high. Now the seven Canadian teams are staying put, and I know why. Cause Jerry got high. Jerry got high. Jerry got high. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's so good. Oh. I think Brian Hayes uh, uh, helps write a lot of the. I, I'm pretty sure I, I heard that Brian actually writes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that is just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I just do you think Bettman's heard any of this stuff? I'm sure he knows about it. <laughs> As we were listening to that, you said, "Which is more? Which is a closer?" Uh, character is, is it Jerry, Jerry to Gary Bettman or Rod to Rod Smith? Rod Baby to Rod Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Jerry's closer to That's Gary. <laughs> to Rod. I would love to see a sit down of Jerry with Gary. Wow, <laughs> that would be <laughs> amazing. So amazing. No question unanswered. Oh man, what segment were we in? I can't we're, remember. We're, we're dreams. dreams. Oh, dreams. okay. Yes, dreams. Brought to you by our friends at the Cansport. This is a quick one, uh, but I had it the other night and I jotted it down. Uh, I'm on the golf range Shocking. next to Tiger Woods. Uh-huh. Uh, I've told you about my stress golf dreams that I that I have all the time. Mm-hmm. In this one, I can't swing. I'm either slapping it like a hockey puck and, and wristing it. Okay, that's that's what I'm doing, and it's going like ten yards down the fairway. Um, Brian Mudrick, Muddy, okay. Muddy, is right next to a us. renowned golfer, and every time he hits it, he's just bragging about his own golf. He's nice. like, oh, pure. <laughs> pure. Sweet. Sweet. Butter draw. Butter draw. So, Make the final. <laughs> so that's happening in my background while I'm slapping away. Yeah. Muddy is a very good golfer. He is. Um, so then Tiger, there's a house right in the middle of the fairway of the driving range. Okay. It's about like 190 away. And Tiger says to me, if you can hit the house... You can play with me in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. That's a pretty good deal. I, I remember in the middle of my dream being super excited. But he says you have to use an 8-iron. Uh, and like an 8-iron for me, maybe 155 max yeah, on, an eight, on an 8-iron. So uh, I straddle up to the club. And finally, I hit it pure, which in my dream rarely happens. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. I hit it pure, going at the house. At the last second, Huffy... Dives in front of the house with a baseball mitt, catches the ball, gets up and says, I bet against you, mother. (laughs) I didn't think you had any, Jimmy. That was was my dream. And I think I woke up at that exact second. I was like, no! Were you angry? That is about your. I bet you that's about your uh, your your uh, your feeling bad about his wager. His night. gambling. I, so. I probably I crept so, yes. into it because yeah. that might have been. I think this dream was. When did we do the lease game? Thursday night. Thursday night. I think yeah. this was my Thursday or Friday night yeah, dream. Yeah, felt bad. So there you go. I you felt, felt guilty towards you. Yeah. A lot of anger though. That you're in my brain. You you have a lot of pet up anger towards yeah, me. Maybe okay. that's what I was thinking. You're feeling it. <laughs> Um, speaking of characters on the show, by the way, that was brought to you by our friends at the Gansport. Now I have to try to hook up Jeff O'Neill. I, I'm a little terrified about that. Like, I've hooked up Bob. 
Yeah. Uh, but Dregs and the Dreg family is going down to the Gansevoort, I believe, this summer. Very nice. I look forward to bringing all you guys down, but O-Dog. Especially O-Dog Unleashed. O-Dog oh. Unleashed could be, it could be trouble. Vacation. Oh, like, I'd a... feel better if he was bringing the kids. Perhaps you should vet your guests. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the best to be like, there'll be no more invites, James. <laughs> yeah. exactly. James, I don't give a about your podcast. <laughs> well, tell him, you'll get, you'll get him if he makes... An exclusive deal with our podcast to appear <laughs> on so, 20 episodes. Uh, if you want to come down to the Gansvort March break, uh, you'll get to see my Jimmy and his family, and you'll get to see uh, perhaps the O-Dog. It's going to be like one of those celebrity cruises. And the thing is, like, isn't a lot of times at the Gansvort, they'll have celebrity guests there, right? So right. there could be other celebrities bigger than you and the O-Dog. Uh, usually there Who's are. bigger than that? Yeah, come, who, on. come on. Seriously, come on. Puffy. Um, Let's hear the Gansvort. You work too hard. You need a vacation. So be like Jimmy and go to Turks and Caicos. Luxury and class of five-star resort. You must book the Gansvort. A nice villa at the Gansvort. Come to the Gansvort. You know, Dreams is the perfect segment to be sponsored because between your Dreams theme and the Gansvort theme, I, I, I feel like I'm yeah. right there on the beach. It's nice. With my cocktail at hand. Your what in hand? <laughs> uh, Puffy's got to go pick up his kids soon. How long do we have? Uh, we got about 10 minutes. Because we have uh, the intern search is Ooh. coming up. Uh, Laura Cope is going to be our guest today. She's uh, one of our intern finalists. Uh, but before, we were talking about characters. Uh, you know, the Rod Smith baby character, the Jerry character that O-Dog has created. And my new favorite character, uh, courtesy of our intern finalist, Scott Reynolds, 1999 Puffy. Let's uh, hear what happens in episode three. Hey, Sean here again. It is 1999, and I am feeling fine. <laughs> I'll be honest, my my finances have taken a bit of a hit due to some tough luck on the gridiron this weekend, but I'm confident that I'll make it all back soon. Hey, Sean, you gotta cut back on the beers, dude. It looks like you're gaining some weight. I might have to start calling you Puffy. <laughs> hey, Zach, why don't you shut up and stick your tongue back in your girlfriend's where it belongs? Yeah, I told you that in Anywho, I'm starting to understand why they say this is the best time of your life. Having fun is way more important than grades or establishing norms for life as a stable adult. Hey, Puffy, we're heading out to the bar. You in? Yeah, count me in, guys. Huh. Coffee. I like it. It's uh, like a trip down memory. Lane. I guess that's probably the uh, the final installment, maybe, uh, because that was your. We uh, watched you go from the uh, fine young so man good. that you were. Yes. You discovered gambling. You discovered booze, and now you yeah, have your nickname, Puffy. Nickname Puffy. Uh, your true nickname was given you by Adnan Verk. I think we established uh, in episode Darren one. Detition. Oh, Darren, episode Darren one of the detition. podcast, yes, I believe, Darren right? Detition. Yes, yes, yes. Darren Detition. Love that scene, by the way. That was... Uh, oh, yeah. What was that called? Who's that? Yeah. Something every morning or something? Uh, no, but who did it? That was uh, a Mark... Uh, Mark, uh, guy. Mark McGrath. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the name of that band? Smash Mouth. No. <laughs> no. Sugar, Sugar Ray, right? Sugar Ray, yes. Thank you, They were good. And then Mark McGrath, it's one of the weirdest transformations. He's a weird He became a game show host. Did he? Yeah, he was doing a bunch of those different. First, he was on like inside. Yeah, I think yeah. he owed some money, probably. Really? Inside? Well, he was. He might on, have hung around with 1999 Puffy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was hosting uh, Inside Edition or. Really? Yeah, he was. I think uh, you're right. I think it was Inside Edition. One of those shows. Like Mario Lopez does and, too. He and does then, he, and too. then he was on a game show. You're right. He's done a lot of things. I mean, he's kept he's kept himself sort of relevant, but the band sort of disappeared. Did but the they, but they had that one album. Like those, yeah. that's a that was a great that's a great tune, yeah. right? Yes. Anyway, Mark McGrath, R.I.P. Let's get him on the show. All right, he's not dead. <laughs> oh. Okay. Do you think he'll be cremated or have an open oh. casket? <laughs> I think he'll get sprinkled. You're right. Somewhere. The way he's looked recently, it looks like he's in an he open does casket. Not look very good. Uh, time for uh, installment number oh, is it four of the uh, intern search. Rubber Boots Podcast Intern Search. We need someone to mail the merch when listeners win contests. Coffee, t shirts, James's book. We need, need something you're on the hook. Bring copies to the set. Help pay off Puff's gambling debt. Just be there to scratch our wrist. The bottom line is you'll be up. Shut your mouth. Hey man, I'm just talking about the Rubber Boots Podcast Intern. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's 
slowly becoming my favorite one. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just talking about the Bible. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, on, on interns, uh, have you heard about this basketball player, Darius Baisley, I believe his pronunciation is, hotshot basketball player coming out of high school, and he's going to skip... You know, the NBA is reducing the, the age to the draft. They're going to get rid of this whole one-and-done thing that we see in college Yeah, but it's basketball. not going to come till 2023. Okay, but he's skipping the one-and-done thing. Yeah, and he, he's he was been, committed to Syracuse, and then he decommitted. Right, because New Balance, Lester, is paying him $1 million to be an intern. Wow. How can you be an intern, though, when you're getting paid a $1 million? It's Why wouldn't they just say he's honorary. an employee? I think it's just they're just being cute, probably, right? Or maybe it's, a, it's maybe, awesome, maybe it's. I guess it wouldn't be working around some sort of legality. But I kind of think, like, it sort of makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll get experience, you know, dealing with the kind of business that he would be in if he's in that business. But I don't I mean, think he'll be, be doing much of that. He'll just be training, probably. They're basically an excuse to train I the guess whole time. A bit, yeah. He's not going to be sitting in the office getting <laughs> the New Balance wow. VP of Marketing coffee. <laughs> Maybe. Very interesting <laughs> to see what happens with other with other players, right? So Yeah, anyway. I, but I'm glad that one-and-done things... I mean, I think that was... Well, it's just it's just insane that, like, a basketball player has to go to college because it's it's crazy for them to go from high school to the NBA. Right. But a hockey player can go from junior hockey at 18 right to the NHL, and no one says anything about it. Right, right. Like, no, no one complained right. about McDavid going at 18. Nope. No, 100%. I just... And I think college players should be paid anyway. I just think that the whole... It was, it was just kind of a farce to go to a place for a year when you're... Well, yeah, the year Everybody the year knows thing. you're leaving, right? I miss yeah. the Fab Five days. I do. I, I miss that when guys. I used to love college basketball when guys would stay for three or four yeah, years. Yeah, you could watch them. You watch them and you get to hate them mm-hmm. or love them. Uh, let's get to Laura Cope, our finalist this week. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? What's good. going on? Lester's here. Puffy's here. Uh, Puffy's got to leave because he's got to go pick up his kids in a second. So I was going to give Puffy the first question to you, Laura. Welcome, by the way, to the Rubber Boots Podcast. Thank you for all your faithful support and for being so patient when it took me about eight months to respond to your uh, your application. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Puffy, do you have a question for Laura? Uh, first off, Laura, are you related to George Cope? And if so, welcome to the team. <laughs> <laughs> George Cope uh, is the big boss here at Bell. Yeah, if you're George Cope's uh, daughter, granddaughter, niece, niece, we have no choice but to hire you and to actually uh, have you take over the podcast. Yes. Okay, well, in that case, then yes, we're related. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's not your dad? Uh, he is not. Okay, that's a good thing. Uh, Puffy, you can go if you want. Uh, go okay. get, we don't want have a good uh, rest of the podcast, guys. Okay. <laughs> See you, Puffy. I love you all. <laughs> Laura, tell us about yourself. We know uh, we were intrigued by your resume that you were studying in Sweden, I think, last year when you wrote us, correct? What were you studying, and what are you up to yeah. now? So I'm currently back at Brock University. I'm in my fourth year of media and communication studies, and uh, last year I did a year abroad in Sweden for, yeah, a year. Where were it you? Was in, really cool. Where were you in Sweden? Um, so I was in a city called Karlstad, and it, it was like three hours west of Stockholm and three hours east of Oslo, so it was kind of like in the center of Sweden. Oh, okay. I went up to Ernschildsvik. Did you ever get up to Ernschildsvik? Do you know where that is in Sweden? It's in northern I, Sweden. I unfortunately didn't get to go all no. the way, like, north. I think the, no. I only did, like, Stockholm and Gothenburg. And so why should we hire you uh, to be the intern on the Rubber Boots podcast? Sell yourself to us right now. Well... It's my field of study, so I've, I've actually am currently in a course that t- like focuses on media and sports, and how the media, like promotes sports and stuff. Okay. And I grew up, like playing sports and loving TSN. My dream job in high school was I wanted to run a Twitter account for an NHL team. So, Ooh. Ooh. you know, this has always been something I've been interested in doing. I know the other. Applicants are all very qualified. I've been listening to all the other interviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they have so. been impressive, but I like that. You know, we may you know Scott Reynolds. He can do some material for us. Scott Erlinson can DJ for mm-hmm. us, perhaps. Megan Wong again can erase Puffy's past. Absolutely, and the, and the, yes. <laughs> but we really sure. need someone who can run the accounts. That's that's a good point. Put up more stuff every day. Like Jay and Dan, they have a guy. They got a guy. They don't have anybody. They, they tweets like a million things a day. That is definitely leg up on the other uh, competitors. Yeah. May I ask a question, if you don't mind? Uh, you said you wanted to run a hockey account at one point. Uh, I, obviously, you you like hockey. Who is your team and why? So when I was little, I liked the Pittsburgh Penguins just because my hockey number when I played was 
87, so it kind of like stuck. Did you steal that from Sid? Did you wear it because of Sid? Okay, so my memory of this event was I just asked my coach for like any number, and I just happened to get 87. Really? But it's always the assumption that I picked the number. Because I would say if my kid asked for 87 or 99, I would say as a hockey father, you're not getting that number because you don't want to be that kid. You don't want to put the pressure on 87 or 99. So if that was Laura said, give me 80. Now, I appreciate the uh, quote unquote balls involved in doing that. But uh, um, because you have to be cocky. You have to be, if you put on 87, Laura, you better be dominant. Were you dominant? Oh, I mean, I was a star uh, second line. <laughs> See, you cannot have second an 87 line. on the second line. You need to be a 14. A 14, Laura. Oh, I know. I was a disappointment to the number. <laughs> so you said Pittsburgh. Did you change along the way? Yeah, when I kind of, like, got old enough to, you know, go out and make my own opinions, it's Chicago. Really? Okay. See, Chicago was my first team when I was a little kid. Well, you've had a good run late, lately then with yeah. Chicago. I like, I, you know, the fact that Laura is a bit of a front runner, clearly. Yeah. She she goes, picks teams that win Stanley Cups. Well, There's nothing wrong with us because we're, good. you know, yeah. she's, she's signed up with the right team here. Hasn't Absolutely. She? Now, I, I, so no, no Canadian team. If you had to pick a, a Canadian team, which team would you pick? Um, honestly, probably Montreal because I have ties to the city. That so. is the answer I'm looking for. Laura, as far as I'm concerned, you have won. <laughs> is that your real answer, Laura? Are you just sucking it up is. to Lester and the it Grave Diggers? My real, it's my real answer. All I have right. like I spend my time in Quebec. My friends like the team. Right. Got to support the good old Habs. All right, there that's fair. So, besides uh, being a kick-ass social media person for us, anything else you could bring the podcast? Uh, could you help Puffy with his gambling debts at all? Uh, do you have any musical abilities for Lester? Um, so, like, could I you can book play my the trips? piano. Well, I play, oh, I don't. Well, that's good. I don't play piano, so that's good. All right. Like, are we talking? You know, you took lessons in grade four, and then that's it, or what? I like did it for. I think like five, six years, seven years maybe. All right. Mm-hmm. And then I think I stopped before high school. I can still play the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> <laughs> now, what you're going to do, Laura, now here's what you have to do when we hang up the phone. Do you have a piano in your current residence? Uh, I do not, unfortunately. No, oh, I was going to say you have to tape yourself. Um, you need to find a piano and tape yourself doing the Mission Impossible theme to prove that you're not lying to us, and then we'll play it on the pod like next week, and then we know you won't lie. So if you ever get in front of a piano, um, you need to do that for me, okay? Okay, I can do that. I will do that. <laughs> Perhaps a mu- local music store or something like that. Go in and just tape yourself playing on your That's phone. right. We want to hear it. Yes. Um, Laura, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. You, uh, like all of our other candidates, you seem like a s- super nice lady and uh, lots of fun. And I like the idea that you could improve our social media account. So we're going to take you into careful consideration. Alrighty, thanks so much for having me, guys. Laura Cope, we love her. I tell you, I, the one thing, if uh, out of this intern search, we've met some very nice people. We've met some think? nice people and some very talented people. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of talent out there. I said good. this last week. Like our our demographic is just really quality individuals. Mm-hmm. All you listeners out Imagine there. Imagine if we were people that. We're good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so that was Laura Coper. Four. We are through four finalists. Uh, we have a bunch more still. To go. <laughs> We're going to milk this baby all year long. Um, but, uh, oh, I wanted one more thing before I left. Uh, closing on a somewhat serious note. Uh, we've talked about Jonathan Pitra yes. a, a lot on this podcast. Um, starting this week. So by the time you hear this podcast, it will be EB Awareness Week. Epidermolosis bullosa was the disease that Jonathan suffered from. He, of course, passed away uh, this past April. and uh, But the cause continues. And one of the things that Jonathan really wanted was for the attention that he got for EB and raising money and raising attention to continue after he was gone. He always said, let's keep the wave rolling. I had the privilege last week... Uh, of meeting a young lady named Deanna, who's actually 26. Uh, she has EB and was the original butterfly child. Wow. She's a great okay. friend of Matt Dunnigan, who's been working with EB a long time before I even met Jonathan. Okay. And, uh, you know, Deanna, I think, was in, inspired. She was always involved in EB, but I think Jonathan inspired her too. And, you know, she wants to pick up the slack where he left off. That's just awesome. a, a Just a, a beautiful young lady. 
um, an artist who I will show you later the, the paintings and maybe we'll post them on our on our yeah, site. That's a good idea. Uh, incredible art. She's had had her um, the hand that she painted with had to be removed oh. in the past couple of years because of EB. But she so she had to retrain herself with her other hand and still paint wow. just absolutely beautifully. So uh, just before we leave you today, if you have a chance, go to Deborah.org, Deborah.org, DebraCanada.org. Um, just find out what you can. I, don't, I know not everybody has money. You don't have to donate if you don't have any money. I understand that. But uh, just remember Jonathan and think of people like Deanna and anything you can do to help out would be great. We'll be wearing pins tonight on our, our broadcast that we're taping shortly after this podcast is over. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a wonderful cause of disease and unfortunately doesn't get a ton of attention because there's not that many who suffer from it. But the ones who do, it's one of the most painful diseases known to mankind. So I wanted to stick that in before we left. So thank you to our special guest stars today, um, Jeff O'Neill, <laughs> uh, Laura Another Cope. brilliant cameo, yes. <laughs> Laura Cope, our, uh, our intern finalist. Thanks, Laura, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Stoff, for doing all your typically amazing work. And Lester, and you think... Went pretty well without Puffy, maybe. You know what? I, I see this is a, it's, it's a nice two-shot here. I'm telling you. <laughs> Tell you what. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the Rubber Boots Podcast. Lester and Jimmy's Podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Here's the Rubber Boots guy to play us out. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. So I'm gonna try and push my love Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, or black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? Oh, I know I know it's a Tonight, tonight, tonight.